All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Hello again, and welcome to Primitive Screwheads Talk Horror Movies. I'm Screwhead Dan. And I'm Andrew. And we are here. You're Screwhead Andrew, goddammit. God, fuck you. Listen, we're branding our thing. You know, we, we, we have to hold our trademark and copyright. We are both Screwheads. And if we don't use that copyright, Screwheads, we're going to lose it. Anyone could call themselves a Screwhead. And that's just, that's not going to work for us. So let's try that again. Okay, Andrew? All right, all right. from the top, from the top. Hello again, and welcome to Perimeter Screwheads Talk Horror Movies. I'm Dan. God damn it. God damn it, Dan. Let me, let me, let me do it. I'll, I'll start off. I'll start off. Okay. 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 <clears throat> I don't, you, you, the way you say hello, it kind of like it's really smooth. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know if I can do that. But <clears throat> Hello and welcome to Perimeter Screwheads Talk Horror. I'm Screwhead a- Andrew. And I'm Screwhead Andrew. Ah, there we go. Well, let's just do NPR. Just hello again, and welcome to Prince Screwhead's Talk Horror Movies. Now oh we're my just God, I like that actually a lot better. No, fucking let's, yes, let's be really, really smooth. <laughs> it's like hello, hello again. Uh, I'll try my best Ira Glass voice at some point. Oh, anyway, um, so we said we were going to try and keep this intro short this week, and we've clearly already failed at that, but <laughs> let's keep it on in. Uh, we are two friends, and we talk horror movies. We come together every so often to dissect this member and discuss a horror movie for this week. This week's horror movie is going to be the official title, P.G. Psycho Gorman, a 2020 Canadian science fantasy horror comedy film directed by Stephen Kostansky, another Polish dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm part Polish, too. Oh, it's your I best friends. i at the end of my last name. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be discussing today. Andrew, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. It's fucking beautiful outside, actually. It's been, like, great this past week here in uh, Massachusetts. How about yourself? Uh, it is rainy all weekend here oh. in North Carolina, so that kind of sucks. Um, but the good news is um, I get to spend all of my time indoors. Uh, my girlfriend usually is like very, very outdoorsy, and she's just like, let's go for a walk. Let's do this. Let's do that, which is fine. I enjoy, you know, hiking and all of that stuff, but sometimes it's just like, I'd rather just, you know, sit at home and chill, especially since I've been gone all week, um, training at hospitals and stuff. Uh, don't ever go to Louisville, by the way. I'm sorry if we have any fans from Louisville, but um, yeah, it no? sucks. Not, not, not your thing? Not my thing, no. But no. Uh, I've been training down there. Uh, but the good news is she twisted her ankle, um, so nice. she can't really walk. So I basically have her hostage right now, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to play video games. It just takes two, uh, It Takes Two just came out, and I'm really excited to play that through with her. So. And are you making her watch Justice League, or is that something you're doing by yourself? No, I'm going to make her watch Psycho Gorman, today's movie. Um, I actually did send her to the trailer, and she did watch it. She is not a horror fan at all, but she did reply and said... Oh my god, that trailer was hilarious. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this movie, uh, I guess I'll just jump right into it, unless there's anything else you want to add. No, no, please do. This, this, this is your choice. I want you to explain it to him. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, basically, um, I have a friend uh, in the city I'm currently in right now, and he holds, like, board game events and video game events. Uh, it's called Potions and Pixels, so shout out to Michael for that. Um, but he is just this super nice guy that does a lot for the city I'm currently in, and I've met him a few times, but only like a few times, and it was months and months ago, but I always just really liked him because I 
went to a, uh, one of these events. I met him briefly. I friended him on Facebook. And he's one of those people that has like 2,000 friends on Facebook. But he remembered my name the very next time I went, like two months later. And I was just like, wow, that's impressive, dude. Um, but he's always, he's a huge horror movie fan as well. He's always posting stuff on there about what he sees, what he doesn't like, what he does like, that sort of thing. And he did post... Hey, so I saw this movie, Psycho Gorman, and it is one of my favorite films of 2020 so far. It was an absolute blast. And I was just like, holy shit, I need to see this movie. So I did this week, um, and I was just immediately just like, okay, Andrew, we need to talk about this. So you saw it last night, and it is absolutely fantastic. I personally absolutely loved it. So how about your thoughts, Andrew? You know, uh, so I'm not, I feel kind of bad, but like, for some reason, I, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it um, by by mm. any means. I, like I didn't dislike it. I was like, this was a bad movie, but I thought this movie had a lot of promise, and I loved the premise of it. Like the trailer made me pumped, but then the mm. movie felt kind of flat for me uh, up until maybe the end. The end the end I thought was pretty solid, um, but I thought a lot of the build up was not what I wanted it to be. Um, okay, so let's get into it then, because I, mm-hmm. I went into this movie like knowing nothing about it. All I heard was just like, just imagine if Power Rangers was a thing, and it was an extremely gory thing, and I definitely hyped it up for you. How I was just you? like, I love this movie. Well, I, I, know. I will say, that's what the, the Power Rangers parts were the best parts. That's like that's where I was like, yes, this is great. Um, uh-huh. But we, you know, we talked about later, kind of what, what where I kind of felt it felt flat. Um, but actually, thinking of which, this director... Um, he also produced um, what I realized. Let's look over him. He he directed and wrote uh, the movie The Void. Did you ever see that? I did not, but I did hear when everyone was coming on um, and talking about this movie, everyone was just like, "Oh, it's the director of The Void. It's The Void." So that's definitely added to my list as well, since I really, really did love this movie. Ah. Um, and he uh, directed Leprechaun Recurrent Turns too. Yeah, he, he he, and that's 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 not like in his favor. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 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 Leprechaun Returns is not great. Uh, that's, like that's. Uh... He also wrote it, so like that's like if he was just directing, like, yeah, no, director, but he also wrote it. I was like, oh, uh-huh. that's part of the problem. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 not the worst Leprechaun movie. I just actually, unfortunately, what ultimately have tinted my image of this movie is before watching Psycho Gorman, I watched Leprechaun Four in Space. Um, so I watched that prior to this, and I, I may have just like kind of given me a little bit of a downer <laughs> in life. <laughs> um, it's I mean, Leprechaun in the Space is pretty good, but it's no Leprechaun in the Hood. I mean, no, like it's it's like it's. I think Leprechaun in Space is actually the worst of the Leprechaun series. As somebody who's seen <laughs> them all, it's it's definitely the worst, and especially because it's like literally like hours into the, it's like an hour into the movie when shit actually starts going down. You're like, are you, are you? Did you guys try world building and shit in like a Leprechaun movie? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, no. Leprechaun in Space makes Leprechaun Three look like Leprechaun Two. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because Leprechaun Three and Two are roughly on the same level. Uh, but you know, like. <laughs> It's, you know, it's, if we ever do like a Leprechaun series review, which we should, uh, Leprechaun 4 is by far the worst. I think I, even like thinking about the remake, Leprechaun Origins, it's worse. So mm-hmm. just tossing out cool. there. Back to Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yep, Psycho Gorman. So basically this movie is, again, it's a horror comedy, very, very lighthearted, but also very, very violent as well. I remember seeing on the Reddit discussion threads for it, someone was just like, yeah, so basically it's like an adult Power Rangers. I saw, um, or I heard of a family decided, hey, he was going to show it to his kids because they love the Power Rangers. Uh, don't, don't do that. Don't, absolutely do not do that. Um, but it's basically, the premise is, um, this ancient demon slash space monster who 
is was formerly a slave in this space mine and rose on up and gained a whole bunch of power and is basically a threat to the entire existence. He's basically Thanos. He's basically the entirety of Thanos. He was just wants to destroy um, large portions of the universe, except this guy is just pure evil. He is trapped and a stone, which basically controls him, is placed and buried on Earth. Well, this little girl and her brother, they find it in their backyard. They go ahead and they take it. They find this demon who has basically been revived. And then she realizes, oh, wait, since I have this stone, I can control him. So it's kind of like a buddy slash almost heartwarming movie about this little girl learning to control and work with this ancient demon who's going to hellbent on destroying the universe and it is completely absurd. It is wonderful. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to... I don't know. Where do you want to start, Andrew? Um, I don't know. Well, 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 well first, I think I think what this movie does really well is the costumes. I think, you know, it's good to go over the, the good stuff first. Like, what do you think about, like, uh, Gorman's design? Like, what do you think of all that? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's all, like, rubber suit slash Power Ranger Monsters costume. It's all pretty much practical effects, which was really fun, um, especially when they get into, like, the drying brain and um, uh, the, the council scenes when, like, the council of the universe and all the leaders are sitting around talking around and saying, oh, no, this demon has been revived. What are we going to do with each other? Or what are we going to do with him? Um, it, it's all practical effects straight out of, again, Power Rangers. And it, it was just a lot of fun to watch. The design were really great i especially liked the uh the wizard one i don't remember exactly oh yeah like the, 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 the japanese character yeah but like it was hooded and like the eyes were popping out it kind of looked like one of the iterations of the master from doctor who um mm. but that was a really cool design i really liked that no nah, i thought too i also liked uh i forget what, what one of the his like his second command like it wasn't like stars it was like starburn or something like that i kept thinking star screen uh-huh. Uh, I, I thought he was great. I thought uh, his design was cool. He because like, it just was like a a concept. I feel like that's the cool like, thing that movie did really well is they did bring a lot of concepts in, and there actually were a lot of characters who like looked very reminiscent of old Power Rangers villains, which I thought was really cool. Like, kind of felt like they took inspiration directly from some of them. Like, I'm gonna put this guy in here. Yeah, which I was but really even clever. then too, like they really went a step beyond and further because this is an extremely violent movie. It's right in the name, um, and a lot of the designs were a little bit more edgy or a little bit darker. Um, I mean, one of the characters gets turned into a brain at one point, and he just kind of walks around, and it's played for laughs, and it's hilarious. It's really, really good. See, that, actually, that's actually part of my problem. Is I didn't think the movie was gory at all. Really? No, like I, I didn't think it was gory at all. Like I thought. I thought com- comparatively, like, if you think about, like, when did you actually see gore? Like, like we saw that one guy get kind of turned to, like, infinite pain for life, and then he kind of fell apart. But, like, other than that, uh, there was not really a lot of gore. Like, there, there I were, mean, like, there was the cop who did the, you know, it, it was kind of like the toxic spill from RoboCop, where he was just, like, turned into that zombie creature. That wasn't there gore. Was the woman was who like, was, you know. There was the woman who was crushed by the cube. Um... Yeah, and then like people were being ripped in half and that sort of thing. I I felt it was a really gory movie. I like I, I felt like there was gore, but I felt like it was that kind of over the top gore, which like, oh yeah, reduces the effect of the gore. Like, I feel like I think that's kind of where this movie went weird for me. Is I feel like it it played on the line of like comedy horror and over the top gore, but the over the top gore wasn't over the top. It was like cartoonish gore. Like it was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like I feel like that that to me like if it pushed a little bit beyond that, I think it would have been. Okay, so you were expecting a little bit more realistic-looking gore instead of, like, the craziness of it 
all because it was definitely cartoonish gore. I will 100% agree with you on that. Or like, or like if it's crazy, you have like crazy blood splatters and stuff. It was, it was like Power Rangers uh-huh. gore. Like, you know, they hit the person and then there's just blood on top of their costume, essentially. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a lot of that kind of going on. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, oh, oh, like which would which would be funny if they stuck to that or if they stuck to the other one. But they kind of just went back and forth and like randomly chose when to do the over the top, like the kind of gory body horror and then the weird like Power Rangers gore. And to me, that was kind mm-hmm. of like a weird, I, w- I would prefer they commit to one or the other or make it a gag when they do do one or the other. Like, mm-hmm. either draw attention to it on purpose or commit one way or the other. And it just kind of felt like the, the concept was there. And also, the director of this was involved in a lot of prosthetics and a lot of makeup and stuff. So I think he was trying to show that off, which I think was great. Oh, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just that it was also, like, it, it didn't feel like... It felt like the rules of the universe they were trying to set up weren't quite there. But they also weren't so crazy that there was no rules in that kind of mm-hmm. regard to me. Yeah, and then also, too, I mean, it's definitely very low budget. Yeah. Um, and the prosthetics are definitely the star of the show right there. And I 100% agree with you. They definitely tried to show them off back and forth. Um, and there was a lot of talent involved in making the prosthetics. I mean, they definitely looked, you know, straight out of a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was part of the charm as well. Yeah. Well, would, um, would you think, like, so what I was thinking in terms of the costumes, like the way I think about this movie, I think we both agree the concept's really cool. And do you think this is the movie where the concept was created and then the story came around it, kind of? Like, the, the goal of using of making a movie with Power Rangers villains kind of was the goal, and then they kind of made a movie to surround that to, to a degree? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I, I, I think it really just the concept of ancient space demon hellbent on destroying the universe gets controlled by a sociopathic little girl, um, and then it's got a Power Rangers motif. Like, I, I feel like they kind of built that around there. Yeah. And, and, and let's hop into those characters because I think actually one of the one of the biggest issues for me was the characters in terms of the film. And again, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not I feel like I'm like you're like Andrew. This is the fucking like Power Rangers <laughs> movie. Why are you talking about the characters? But like literally from like moment one, the character the, the the girl and the boy in this confused me as characters. Like, for, did you feel like, were the girls' lines like all dubbed over? I didn't feel that way, no. And I did really like the little girl character who's basically the main character. And here's why. So. Usually with a movie like this, it's the typical movie this is kind of parodying is eventually what happens is the little girl wins the monster over and teaches him how to be better and, you know, how to love and all of that. This movie completely subverts that because the little girl is a sociopath. Like, she beats up on her brother. She's a terrible person. Um, When she finds out that this ancient demon destructor is under her control, she uses that for her advantage. At one point, she turns um, her friend slash boy she has a crush on into this giant brain creature. And he stays a brain for the rest of the movie, which is hilarious. And it's played for laughs. Um, But I I really, that adds a little bit additional edge to it that I really did enjoy. Because I was just interested in seeing what the fuck she was going to do next. Hmm. And she's a child actor, you know, it's fine. The, her brother, though, is definitely extremely bland. Mm-hmm. But I also feel they play that for laughs as well because yeah. the titular Psycho Gorman keeps forgetting his name. And he's just like, what's your brother? He's just so bland. I don't remember what it is. Yeah. So well, it's very self-aware in that way. And I agree. I think that part, I think, I think the, the contrast between them was great. I thought, but like, I don't know, for me, her, like, again, I, I feel like a lot of her lines were redubbed because I don't think she delivered them well the first time. It's, like, there are a lot of, oh, yeah. and there are sometimes where the lip flaps didn't quite match. And the sound mix was kind of off. But, like, I don't know. I, I like 
I feel like characters like that work on, on the periphery. Characters who are, you know, like it, for the, the, the laugh of they are that character. Like, like if, if we, we, you compared this to um, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3, and, like, yes. those characters are, like, you know, the the, uh, the B-Fit guy, and then, like, they're all great characters because they're on the periphery, but when your main character is this character who just, like, I like, to me, like, I just couldn't understand where she was coming from. Like, in, in the sense that, like, I feel like, I didn't understand her motivation necessarily. Like, I just, again, it's a stupid movie, but like, I feel like you need something kind of behind your main character and then you can have the other characters be insane. Like if the boy was her main character and she was the side character, I think that worked because we could kind of follow what he's going through. Mm-hmm. But like, it felt like there were no, there was no grounding in it, which I know shouldn't be an issue, but like, I, don't know, I didn't know who I was supposed to as the audience follow really. Like, I didn't feel like mm-hmm. I wanted to follow her. I didn't really feel like I wanted to follow the boy. I didn't want to follow like, Psycho Gorman. Like, and, um, in Blue Doop Profile Massacre, we have the guy's brother, and we follow him around. And, like, that kind of is mm. is our point of view. That is our character we follow. But this one, it kind of just felt like things were happening, and, like, there wasn't really actually... Like, I couldn't have told you where this movie was going to go, aside from that girl is going to appear. But, like, even even the concept of her, the girl, like, using Psycho Gorman for her own purpose, she didn't do anything with Psycho Gorman. She tried to play that game with him, and she turned the kid into a brain. That's really all she did mm-hmm. in the entire movie with him. And I would have liked... If there were more hijinks and stuff and more of that, I would have liked it. But it really was just those two things. And I just kind of felt like I didn't get who she was, really. I don't know. I didn't I didn't have a good understanding of her. Like she and I, this is terrible to say, but she felt like somebody who were there almost trying to imply had a disability, but like never explored it. Like, cause you know, there's some people who can't don't consider their actions, can't tone down. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Dude Pro Pro Party Massacre three because I fucking love that movie mm-hmm. and it is a very similar sense of humor in this in terms of just it's completely absurd the whole time you just kind of want to laugh at it and i really don't think like you were really supposed to root for anyone in this movie because it really everyone sucks here the only like decent character is maybe the brother and then the mom and especially not the dad the dad is hilarious but he sucks oh. so much I, I i love that one scene later on in the end of the movie during the climax um where the little girl is having a change of heart about Psycho Gorman, and she's just like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Should I trust him to do this thing? Is he going to kill us all? I don't know. And he just sits down, and he's just like, Mimi? So when I was a kid, some adult came up to me, and they basically said, hey, um, you need to, uh, you know, hey, would you like to go to my van and take a look at some baseball cards? And I went with him. And it was a really fun time. I had a really, really good time. I really enjoyed it. So I say you should trust that stranger. Like it's so good. Well, that, 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 that's kind of the humor that I wanted throughout the whole movie. Like I feel like that was like that. Like I agree that that movie, that moment was amazing. I, I feel like that humor needed to be everywhere in the movie. I think it wasn't, and that's kind of like uh, or like or the, or the humor at the end. Like I, I think I think, that, I think the end of this movie is great, and I think that that's kind of where this movie picks up. I think it's I think when the when Psycho Goreman first lands, up until when uh, what's what's the evil not evil but the law character's name i can't remember what her name is uh but up, uh, up until that counselor yeah mm-hmm. up until those parts i think there's a lot of dead air in between and again i think it's because you know i was mm-hmm. tired and i was watching it so i was already kind of like oh my god the dead air in between why um, mm-hmm. but i think like those that those moments at the end like, that's kind of where it picked up again that's where i think it got good again um but like you know because at the end like the end kind of to that dad humor at the end where he's like oh you know like i'm gonna you know, like, oh, I've learned, I've learned, you know, what love is. And I'm going to go, I don't need this gem anymore. I have love. I can kill people with love instead. <laughs> just like, yes. That great. was so good. That was like such a good, like, <laughs> great line. And I like, just see him walk through the portal and start destroying everybody on the other I side of the world. I loved it. 
<laughs> like that that's that's the humor that I wanted throughout the entire movie. And I just felt like and again, it, it probably was budgetary reasons. I'm sure they spent a lot of money on their costumes, a lot of money on their props. And as a result, like yeah, like they, they had very few locations they could shoot at and like, you know, probably only hire a couple, couple actors so those, that seemed the cops and stuff. That was kind of what they could do with it. Um but I would have liked to see because I felt like it was kind of um, ragging on that movie Star Kid. Did you ever see that movie? Um, vaguely, yes, I vaguely remember it. It, it was like a, the guy for parody, which I felt like I, I felt like this movie is very akin to that, and I kind of was ready uh-huh. and rearing for that fucking guy uh, for that the parody on that the play on that, and I just felt like it needed some more of those kind of like because that movie has, that movie's bad. It's really dumb. And there's a lot of dumb moments in, it. but I just like wanted some of those dumb developmental moments in this movie. Um, just, just like, you know, again, with Gorman. Because for a lot of the movie, Gorman does just kind of, like, they get Gorman, like, hey, Gorman, uh, you know, we're going to use you, we're going to leave you in this warehouse. And, like, they go go off, hijinks, come back, Gorman's in the warehouse, they do something with him. Like, I just felt like I would have liked, like, Gorman doesn't actually do much in this movie, and I think that that was kind of the flaw for me. It's like a movie called Psycho Gorman, like, he has maybe two or three big scenes. But I feel like the idea of this villainous Power Rangers villain, like, you know, basically having Lord Zed under your control, they could have done a lot more with like have him go out into the world and stuff and do things. Yeah, because there really is only that one little montage of right in the middle, and it's a good montage where like they show you know him dressing up and being a drummer and playing basketball and interacting with the police and all of that. That's kind of the hijinks, and it's all been put into a montage. Everything else is just kind of him sitting in the warehouse you know, plotting his escape because he wants to fucking kill these kids yeah. most of the movie. Um, which, which is funny because, you know, he's just like, I, you know, I will drink your blood from your skull. And then Mimi's just like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Go spin my brother. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, it's, cause it's, I, I feel like there's just, there's such like, it's it's such a great sitcom plot and there wasn't enough sitcom in it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. But again, I do like how it sticks with guns. Like, I like how the girl sticks with the guns. I think when the guy, when the dad's like, uh, you've got to say, like, you know, maybe don't destroy the rest of the world. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. Too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, those are the great moments. Those are the moments where, they, where I think your character is great. Mm-hmm. Which, again, I'm criticizing character in a Power Rangers spoof. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I just kind of got the impression she was just a sociopath in that sense. And it definitely is played for laughs the whole time. Because, I mean, she is a terrible, terrible little girl. But, uh, mm. you know, it, it's just the hijinks she gets up to and the situation she puts herself into and the shit way she treats her brother and everything like that. It's just, it's played for laughs and it's ridiculous. That, that's, it, it just, it's very absurd. And actually, that song, that, that, that Come Together song they sing, was that planted earlier in the movie? Uh, at the very very end or in the credits? Uh, oh no, that's that song was fucking lit. But like the, the song, uh-huh. the song, the, the song that they sing um, when uh, when they when they like when he gives her the stone back, you know, she's like she's like you know they do that little jam together, and Dad's like sing uh-huh. with us. Like was that song? Is that is that a real song? Is that a song? Uh, no, I don't believe so. But uh, the, the the Morse code was established earlier. In the yes, movie the Morse code was good. That, uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh, so. that was funny. Yes. Though, actually, no, what's the game they played? Uh, like crazy ball, crazy ball, like that. When they're playing crazy ball in the beginning, did you hear like that Todd Weisserman score, like the, the Power Rangers riff, like that? Yep. Like, yep. That, that was there, right? That was definitely like yep. present. Okay, yep. good. Totally got that. <laughs> I was like, this and it basically was just Calvin Ball. I love that. Uh-huh. Wait, that. wait, what's Calvin Ball? Is that a real game? Uh, so, yeah, Calvin Ball was from Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, so basically, Calvin Ball is a game that uh, Calvin made up and it has absolutely no rules and it's completely absurd and they've got a million different things and every single time you play it, it's something different. So the expression is, you know, if you say, hey, we're playing a little bit of Calvin ball right here, that just means you're playing this absolutely ridiculous game that has no rules. Okay, I like that. Yep. 
Yep, yep. I say that all the time during my Dungeons and Dragons session. I'm just like, okay, there's nothing in the official rule book that says what we're going to do, so we're just going to play a little bit of Calvin Ball here. Go ahead and roll 50 dice and see what pops up, that sort of thing. You got to start playing Crazy Ball now. No. I know. Got to bring yeah, that reference in. Yeah. I love how that's how the climax works, just Crazy Ball. <laughs> well, I love it, too, that it's the climax, but, like, because, again, this movie kind of, like, that's why this movie, like, I was thinking at the end, it's funny, it's called PG, like, you know, PG-13 or PG ratings. Um, yep. Because, again, I thought it was very tame for the most part. And I was like, oh, man, well, this, if this movie actually ends with this stupid fucking, like, game, like, I would be kind of angry to a degree. Um, yeah, but it worked so well for me because they established it was one of the very first scenes in the movie. And then just at that point, you're just like, okay, this movie is dumb. This plot is dumb. What's the dumbest possible way they could end it? Yep, there we go. Well, I, well, I love the end. She's just like, she's like, no, fuck this game. Like, she, she, she's like, I don't care if I fucking lost this game. Fuck this. And just like, goes after him anyway. I was like, yes. yeah, that, that makes sense, right? Um, he uses the power to love to destroy everything. I was like, uh, I like how he like, rips apart her body to make a sword, but then can't kill her with the sword at first. <laughs> I'm like, why yes. do you keep ripping her body apart, bro? Like, what? Why? And then we have the two like rubber suits just slowly mashing against each other. The choreography is so bad. Oh, it's so good. Did, did you uh, did you stay for the end credits? Yes. Yeah, so the final scene, so just to let you know, we're not going to spoil it, but there is an after credit scene, and it, it is super, super funny. They talk about Plan B, what's going to happen after Psycho Gorman, and it, it's great. See, I was kind of excited for a sequel. Like, again, I didn't love the movie, but, like, I was, I was excited to see where a sequel could have gone, so that Plan B happens. Like, oh, that's, that's not the sequel I wanted. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I thought that was, you know. So, like, actually, if, if there is a sequel, what would you want to see that sequel be, speaking of which? Um, I, I mean, definitely, I would take a look at all the other Power Ranger universes and that sort of thing, like Zeo and Space Force and, you know, maybe dinosaurs, that sort of thing, and just really ham into the camp as much as possible. But I really, I, I do think they got everything they could have out of this one in terms with this premise right here. Yeah. Like, I, I personally feel this was a very one-note premise. It set out what it went to do, and I personally felt it did it very, very well, but... I, I, I can't see them exploring this concept further than that. How about you? What would you like to see with the sequel? No, I, I kind of same idea. Like I, I would, I don't know, because I would wonder. I wouldn't want to again. I, I didn't. The, the, the girl didn't work for me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see her again, honestly. But like, you know, I think I think it would be cool, interesting to see then Psycho Gorman become like our main character and go off and do stuff. Like you know, again, have him be the Power Ranger, but instead of like being the good guy be the villain like you know i can basically basically watch lord zed conquer the universe I, w- I would watch that i would watch him go to a planet or something like that and just take over another people like i again, like, i think he could work as that character that they're trying to make the girl like i think making him that ruthless character would be great like i'd watch that like basically have actually i would love to see him versus the power rangers group that'd be a great movie to me I, I guess so, too, but I mean, like, after this movie, you're kind of going to want to be rooting for Psycho Gorman at that point. That's what I mean. Like, have it be, like, have it be him. Like, he, he's, like, more or less our uh-huh. our hero. Like, he's our anti-villain. He's fighting the Power Rangers on yeah. another planet or something. Okay. Cool. I'd watch that. I think that, yeah, it'd be a great thing. Like, you know, he gets defeated and he has to, like, train to <laughs> then beat them. Like, like I, would, I would love to watch that story. Like, I feel like there's movies like that. I'm, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I'd watch the <laughs> crap stuff. out of that. Yeah, like I know we talked we talked about parodies a little while ago. Like, do you think this worked as a parody? Like, or did you feel that this was a parody, or is this just a funny story? 
I think it took elements from parodies. I mean, obviously, like we keep saying, Power Rangers was definitely a big part of it. I also seen a lot of inspiration from like the old Lloyd Kaufman trauma films yeah. as well. Um, just, you know, go for the sake of being gore. I remember there was a quote I talked about with one of my horror movie fans way back when, like a decade ago, one of my friends. And it really stuck with me. And he said, like, you know, gore in horror movies, it can either look realistic and it can look good but those two aren't mutually exclusive or they don't even have to be combined together. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen a lot of movies where the gore did not look realistic at all, but it just looks so much fun to yeah. watch um, that I really did enjoy it. And I, I, I feel like this movie kind of moves to that. The gore doesn't look realistic at all. Definitely not. But it's just, it's fun to watch, you know, a woman get squished into a cube or head torn off or a sword created out of your spine or whatever it is that, that it's just, it's Yeah. The practical effects are really fun. Yeah, what was that sword made out of, actually? Because thinking about, like, conservation of mass, <laughs> what was that sword made out of? I was assuming her spine. But, like, wouldn't but she fall over then? then? Wouldn't she like, not be able to fight anyone? Yes, that is true. Well, I mean, she's an alien, so maybe they have two spines or some shit like that. There you go. That's that. That's always the uh-huh. key. It's maybe, She's an alien. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in terms of inspiration and parody, that sort of thing, I think it has elements. I don't think it's a full-on part parody of anything, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually, kind of its own little thing. Next question: Would you consider this a horror movie? Oh, definitely not. It's horror comedy in the same vein of like, um, uh, Dude Pro Party Massacre Three, Velocipaster, that sort of thing. Well, Velocipaster is scary. We have both of which we have um, episodes out. So if you wish to listen to either of those episodes, you can go back in our back catalog and listen to our thoughts on Velocipaster and Dude Pro Party Massacre Three. And if you listen to Velocipaster, you realize that Dan doesn't always pay attention to the movie we're watching. <laughs> That was a great moment. That, that was great. That one was fantastic. I also actually messaged the uh, creator of Velocipaster on uh, Reddit to try and get a definitive answer to that question, and he never responded. Wait, to which question? The, the question about the brother. No, he was his brother. But he said it was a brother of the faith. He never said that. He said, he said, we are, he said you are my brother, and then we had a flashback of him with them growing up in the family. That's that's what you misunderstood in the episode. That's what I, that's literally what I was just referencing. You didn't like you Yes. He's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Uh uh-huh. yeah. brother. I'm not prepared for this. They're argument. actually brothers. Oh my god. I am prepared for Psycho Gorman. I am not prepared for Lessa Festival. Okay. They're actually just just toss everybody who listens to this, they are actually brothers. <laughs> okay, Curls and him are both brothers. Curls. All right. Uh, good stuff. All right. Um yeah, so, Todd, do you have anything else you want to say on this movie? Not particularly, no. I, I, I just, I really, really did like this movie. If you do like Velocipaster or, or um, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 or just any sort of, like, if you like good practical effects, gore, and a story where everyone sucks, but there are some amazing quotes about how much people suck in that front like again the dad saying you should trust that stranger because that one time i went into that person's van and i saw a lot of cool baseball cards um i i i was laughing out loud through this movie through pretty much the whole thing yeah i, I really would recommend this and actually and you know not not, not to uh not to oh so i just feel like this is a good movie to like, throw on. I, I i think this probably would have been a better movie to throw on like if i wasn't completely absorbed in it i feel like it's like a good movie to throw and watch with your friends and stuff and joke around with maybe have a beer or so that, that might be oh helpful. definitely 100 percent agree yeah so yep um so next week uh we are going to watch the movie the ritual i forget who directed or wrote it um but i've, I've read the book there's a book based on it too 
Um, this is actually a suggestion from somebody on our Instagram, um, the, a Swedish horror nerd on Instagram. Um, they post a lot of really cool kind of uh, facts and trivia and just uh, recommendations for uh, horror movies in general, but also horror movies kind of uh, related to Swedish actors who filmed in parts of Sweden. Um, and their profile picture is an alien, which is to me automatically like a win. So you guys should go check them out. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing The Ritual next week, uh, which I think it's, is that on, it's on Netflix, right? Uh, possibly. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. It came out a couple years ago. I, I loved it when I first saw it, so I'm actually really excited to go revisit it. Sounds good. All right, cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Once again, this has been Pretty Much Screwheads Talk Horror Movies. Thank you so much to our opening band. That is Horror Movie Story by the band Teddy's Atlas. Get them off the album Children of the Corn. Good to good Canadian boys. All right, talk to you all later. Bye. Uh... <laughs>